Good evening and welcome to Salt and Light Radio. I'm Hunter Combs and tonight in the studio with me is Theo Dennis from Operation Mobilization. He oversees their ship ministry here in Cape Town and uh, he was on the show last month and he's uh, come on again with us tonight to just share a little bit with you about what's been going on uh, in the ministry. So thank you, Theo, for coming on in. It's great to have you with us. Oh, great. Thanks, uh, Hunter. I enjoyed myself the last time. Yeah. And uh, just great just how we synergized yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and just fleshed out some of the, mm. the ministry of OM Ships. Yeah. Yeah, so it's great to be here and just yeah. to, to share uh, some of the stuff that God's been doing. Mm. Yeah, I think it's, I love the name of this program, uh, Salt and Light. It's straight out of the Gospel of Matthew, Matthew 5, when Jesus is preaching the Sermon on the Mount. And I think it's uh, an important an important teaching for us to meditate on, think about. It's the very first thing Jesus says in the Sermon on the Mount after he gives the Beatitudes. And this is what it says. Jesus says, Matthew 5, verse 13, he says, You are the salt of the earth. Verse 14, You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. So this is the very first thing Jesus says after the blessed are the poor in spirit, the Beatitudes. He says, you are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. And in many ways, this is, this is what Christ has called us to do with the gospel, is to be salt and light, to... In a way, we aren't the light of the world. We just know the light of the world. And the light of the (laughs) world lives in us and allows us to reflect some of his glory. It's not that, oh, we're so great. It's that (laughs) the true light of the world, Jesus Christ, he gets to receive the glory through our good works. So that's a bit of what we're going to talk about tonight and talk about how the Lord's working in uh, Operation Mobilization, your ship ministry. And then we're going to share a bit about just some stories of what the Lord's been doing in some people's lives. So thanks for tuning in tonight. And I think you're going to really be blessed by Theo being here to share with us. Well, that's great, uh, Hunter. Thank you. Uh, Just, I thought, just to give you an update uh, about where our ship is at the moment. Um, You know, with COVID, we were basically locked up uh, in the port of the port of Kingston, Jamaica. Hmm. So um, we virtually had a lockdown for four months. Wow. So the poor uh, people who just came on, the new guys who just hmm. came on, they were just on for two weeks and wow. they had a four month lockdown. Oh my goodness. Meaning they couldn't even leave the ship. They, so they're stuck on a ship for four months. Four months. They wow. couldn't even <laughs> drop their, you know, jump off the side. Talk nothing. about cabin fever. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but God, God's brought them through that. Mm. We could actually do a lot of training and, and um, just reskilling wow. of different uh, uh, parts of the, uh, of, of the workforce on board. So that was good. And then we got permission to go to the ABC Islands, the Dutch ABC Islands. Okay. Um, and where are the ABC Islands? The, they, the, the ABC Islands are in the Caribbean. Okay. So this is the Southern Caribbean, and it's near South America. 
Okay. And it's um, I'm trying to think of one of them now. And it's the, closer to my side of the world. Though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, uh, Curacao is okay. the sea. That's actually one of the largest islands. Okay. So it's the A's got a name, B's got a name, and C is Curacao. Oh, okay. So um, that's some of you. Your homework. You can go and check it yeah. out. The, <laughs> Google the, it. The, the A and the B. <laughs> and then um, the ship needed. Uh, to have its annual um, project or uh, safety certificate done. Okay. So that, of course, was pretty long. That had to be done in April. Mm-hmm. We ended up just finishing that like two weeks ago. Oh, so it's wow. already September. So with COVID, everything was just drawn out. So the final part of that was done now. So the ship sailed from the ABC Islands to the Bahamas. Okay. And the Bahamas uh, is a group of islands, mm. and uh, the main island is called Grand Bahama. And so what they're doing now is they are trying to get to another island, which is called the Abaco Island Okay. Uh, in, in the Bahamas. And last year, I think it was uh, Hurricane Dorian that mm. came through and flattened that island. Oh, wow. And there was something like thirty to 40,000 people who lived on that island. Oh, and wow. Everything was destroyed. Sure. Um, church buildings, uh, schools, accommodation, everything was basically wow. flattened by this hurricane. Wow. So we have YWAM, one of YWAM ships, I think it's called Pacific uh, Outreach. Mm. They are based there at the moment. It's a much smaller ship, much mm. smaller operation, and uh, we're partnering with them okay. uh, to 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 bless this island, mm. rebuild it, but also get into uh, our hands dirty, but also um, you know do what we do in terms of discipling and, yeah. and, and and that. So that will probably be happening right up to Christmas. Oh, so well. there's no schedule uh, from now to Christmas. Mm. So uh, probably the next three, four months, they'll okay. be there. And also just riding out Corona. Yeah, sounds like an amazing opportunity for uh, the OM ships and the YOM ship to be the salt and the light of the world. <laughs> to these people that are clearly hurting. I mean, I can't imagine losing everything oh, yeah. like that. That's, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's very sad, but also an amazing opportunity the Lord's opened. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Mm. Definitely, and it's been difficult to decipher, Lord, where do you want us to go? What do you want us to do? Yeah, there's so much to do. And, sure. and, and yeah, we've just had a sense that, that um, we, we, we want to come and serve these people. Mm. Mm. That's good. Well, maybe that's a good place to just think about. Um, you wanted to share some stories of just what the Lord's been at work doing. I think now might be a good time to just open up for you to begin to share a couple of those stories of how God's been at work uh, not only in the OM ships, but also just yeah, in other yeah. areas. No, definitely. Um, I, I love this uh, Romans 10 uh, from verse 14. It says, how then can they call on the one in whom they have not believed? Hmm. And how are they to believe in him whom they have not, never heard of? And how are they to hear without somebody preaching? And how are they to preach unless they are sent? Then it says, as it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. Mm. And um, I don't know, Hunter, if you know the context of that, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. In Isaiah. Yeah, but um, it basically comes from, uh, in the context of of ancient warfare, Hmm. 
you know, where armies kind of stood against each other and, and, uh, and fought pitch battles. Mm. Um, and the, the, the folks who are back in the villages or in the towns on either side, the enemy side and then on your side, mm. and just the anticipation of waiting when the news will come hmm. that your your army has been victorious. Yeah. <laughs> and so that is why it says how beautiful mm. are the feet of the so, guy coming <laughs> and bringing the good news yeah. to say, we're victorious, you know, we've <laughs> overcome. Yeah. And, and, and this is it in the context of what Paul is saying here, you know, the preachers are, 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 the, are the good news people. The people taking that to places where, you know, there, are, there is no good news. Mm. And, and that's why Paul says, how beautiful are the feet. And, and you know, the years, uh, the last time when we spoke, the years that we spent on the ship, four years in the 90s, um, is just filled with incredible stories mm. of, 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 uh, of, the beautiful story of the gospel going out yeah. and just making incredible, incredible impact. Mm. But, you know, this year, uh, the OM ship ministry is 50 years old. Wow. Five zero years old. Mm. So you can imagine 50 years mm. of God's faithfulness. Wow. This is a ministry where you need, um, I think I... I, I uh, touched on this the last time, you need qualified personnel. Yes. You know, people who have uh, secular qualifications mm. um, of the highest standard, mm. uh, but you're, gonna, you're asking them to come and work for no money. Yeah. So you're asking engineers, you're asking deck officers, captains of ship, you know, to come yeah. and serve for no money. So this mm. is a unique ministry. <laughs> Let me say to you, Hunter, as we're sitting here today, God has never let us down. Mm. Over these years, we've seen on the last minute, God bring in the required personnel mm. that we need. Mm. And so Amazing. that is a, a absolute testimony to God's faithfulness over the many years. But also his faithfulness in, in, in being with us. Yeah. You know, these... Sea voyages have not always been easy. Mm. You know, where we've gone to, what we've done. We've crossed the, uh, the Indian Ocean for two weeks <laughs> from Tanzania, from Dar es Salaam. We sailed over to Colombo in Sri Lanka. Mm. It took us two, two weeks. long weeks. Wow. You know, the captain would come up every midday and say, attention ship's company, you know. And, and he, he would say... Um, at, at lunchtime, you'd say, the, the sea is so deep, the sky, uh, uh, um, the sea is so deep, the land is so far, you know, and you have a sense of where you are, you're just a little floaty yeah. in the middle of the ocean, you know, can be blown about, like nothing. and then you'd say, let's pray. Mm. And, you know, our ship only had one propeller. Wow. Uh, that's with the grand old days. One propeller, no bow thrusters, nothing. Mm. So it's just this one engine taking us 24-7 like a washing machine, you know, over the ocean. <laughs> and I recall we were in Japan, and um, we were just outside of the port. So we were drifting, mm. and one of the engineers went below, and he saw some water cascading 
out of the engine, oh, wow. part of the engine, you know? And uh, he kind of investigated and then discovered, oh, my word, that there was a hole in the turbocharger. Oh, my word. So the sea water, was, the cooling water was filling that and then had gone into the piston heads. So goodness. above each piston, it was filling up with water, salt water. Oh, and we had 18 pistons. It was a V, uh, V9, uh, a, a V18, sorry, um, a Fiat diesel engine that we were uh, uh, using. Yeah. And each one of these things filled up with water. So we were really, um, you know, kind shut ship. But you were, you were stopped in Japan at the time? Yeah, we were waiting to go into the harbor. Oh, so we goodness. were out in the deep sea. Okay, and so we, then we were towed in and we were given a berth. Goodness. But, you know, sometimes you think that's the end of the world for you. I don't yeah. know what problems you <laughs> face in your life. Mm. And you think, you know, when this disaster comes upon you, that's it. There's nothing But listen to the this. story. Yeah. The story goes two, three days later. Mm. Guess what? There's a massive a hurricane. Hmm. coming towards Japan. And this thing was on its way um, to southern Japan where we were. We wow. were going to be in the eye of the storm. Goodness. And, uh, of course, you know, there was, there was panic because our ship couldn't get out. Hmm. So what the harbor master did, he sends all the ships out. You better safe off riding the storm out at sea. Yeah. And we, 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 we couldn't get out. We were just tied up alongside. Goodness with thick, like inch-thick wire ropes, Goodness. cables to keep us on the side. And just hoping and praying for the best. <laughs> Brew, I tell you. Goodness. And as that storm, we, I mean, coming from Cape Town, you get, you get a storm, yeah, maximum eight, say 70, 80 kilometers. Yeah. And the trees are down and roofs are off the house. Yeah. This, you're talking about 200 kilometer winds. Goodness. Driven by rain and, and all of that, you know, it's just... Incredible low pressure mm. coming in. Anyway, long story short, and as this thing comes in, um, I remember, you know, just incredibly strong winds. Mm. And, and the wind started pushing our ship against the, the fenders at the harbor, flipping us to something like 15, 20 degrees. We're laying at 20 degrees. The power of this wind, Goodness. just taking this metal ship and just thrashing it against the, 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 the fenders on the harbor wall. Hmm. And, um, you know, we were just praying and please God, you know, there's women and children on board. We're about 300 people. We sure. had the mercy of the storm. Goodness, it sounds like Paul in Acts where they're in the Absolutely. storm. Absolutely. And being... we had the mercy of this thing oh. and it's just pounding. Goodness. And, and I was on the emergency team and you went outside and as you looked outside, what you could see was just... Um, cars being flipped, oh, my word. scaffolding in the port, containers being rearranged. Our cars were on the sure. deck on the, on the harbor, and they were just, you know, tossed around by the storm. And you guys were on deck. On we the were ship. on the ship. Oh, my word. And, you know, we're praying and really interceding. And uh, like all storms, they, they move over, you know. Mm. And fortunately, this one wasn't too slow, and it kind of moved over. So mm. by morning, it was just breathless. What was chalk and cheese? Like, you know, like breathless. Just what happened? I mean, disaster in the port. And then the, uh, the, the ship's agent came to the ship and said, listen, 
you know, he was came up there in fear and trepidation. He thought we were really bashed to pieces uh, because of the reports. And yeah. the report came out, and the report said that the ships that had gone out, the harbour master sent the ships out. Those ships, three of those ships were in trouble. Two ran aground, and one sank. Oh, my word. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the, that's the, I mean, there weren't the passenger liners like ours, they were working ships. Yeah. But uh, that, that was the seriousness of this. And then the captain said to us, this is the way God works. Now, when you're in a storm of that nature, you actually let down your, both your, your anchor chains mm. and, and your anchors lie on the seabed mm. to help with the drag so that the storm can't drag you about. Yeah. But guess what, Hunter? Hmm. What's that? Eastern Japan has some of the deepest seas in the world. And the captain said to us that our anchor chains were not deep enough to reach the bottom floor. Sure. <laughs> so God kept us on the wow. side of this. But um, the agent, the ship's agent, was shocked. He said, I really thought that this, you guys would be part of that catastrophe that happened last night. Sure. But God kind of preserved us, mm. you know, and, wow. and, and just incredible. Wow. And as I think of that, um, I think of a young man that as we left that port eventually two weeks later and we'd repaired our ship and as we went out, one of the Japanese young people was standing on the side of the ship playing um, his trumpet hmm. and he was playing Amazing Grace. Wow. You know, and I thought of a country like Japan that has less, less than 1% Christian. Mm. Um, and this young man just playing that tune, Amazing mm. Grace. Mm. So God's grace was good to us, sure. and we need to keep praying for Japan. Mm. Um, yeah. God's God's amazing grace. Sure. And that makes me think just now in the time we're living in with the coronavirus, I mean, a global, a global catastrophe pandemic. It doesn't matter what you think about the coronavirus. It is a catastrophe yeah. one way or another, uh, economically and just in a health standpoint. And many of us think, oh, what's God going to do with this? Absolutely. The, the whole world is coming crashing yeah. down. Yeah. But that's a good story to remind us what, yeah. what we may think is happening for evil, God is using for good Absolutely. and for his glory. I've got another story about Tanzania. Um, and, and this story, is a, it's, a, it's a much shorter one. But uh, Tanzania, uh, their capital is called Dar es Salaam. Yeah, And so we had scheduled to go to a place called Umtwara, hmm. which is way in the south of, Dallas, uh, of Tanzania. Okay. And David Livingston had his house there, actually. Oh, really? Okay. So, but the British were in there, and they were, were setting up a peanut um, industry, hmm. plantations of peanuts, and they had built a deep-sea port. So, um, but three-quarter way through all of this, the British abandoned this project because hmm. of the heavy malaria. Wow. The people who were dying there, the workers and, and mm. stuff, and, and they just got out. So our people were down there setting up a visit for us to come there. Mm. And what happened is they then said, listen, um, uh, eventually word got to us in Dar es Salaam to say that um, – uh, you know, the ship is expected to come down and the people are very excited that, yeah. that there's an interest. Hmm. Um, and so our ship was basically discussing how we can get down there because there's no, there are no tugs. Hmm. So because we only have a single prop, uh, we can't maneuver ourselves in. Hmm. 
And uh, we, the ship's management, then sent word and said, no, we, 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 we deciding to cancel the port. Oh, really? Okay. So what happened is they then said, listen, um, this is a disaster for them. They really want to have the ship there. Please, because Umtwara means the forgotten place. Mm. And they really feel that the world is rejecting them now if our mm. ship is not coming. So anyway, we prayed about it and, and the Lord led us to Umtwara. Mm. But you know, Hunter, there's no wind in that part of the world. Mm. It's the tropics. If the wind comes, it's a storm. Yeah. But what happened is, when we got to the mouth of that port, the mm. captain asked us to pray mm. that God would send the wind to, to push us in so really? that we can come alongside, mm. so that the ropes could be given to little boats to take us in, because mm. there's no tugs at all. And guess what? God the did it. The wind came. <laughs> God did it. That's amazing. Blew, in the right direction, Hunter. Not the other way. In the right direction. Blew, virtually blew us in. Wow. To get out of the port, guess what we had to do? We had to pray, pray. again. <laughs> and we had to ask God to send the wind from the other direction wow. to blow us out. Serious. <laughs> really. And, and, and so God's, God's, God's amazing. <laughs> but I want to just, you, we don't have too much time. I just want to hone in on a, 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 a personal story. Hmm. And the personal story is about when we just got on the ship as a family. Mm. I left an incredible job hmm. here in Cape Town. My wife was a school teacher. You know, we, we were doing pretty well. And, um, you know, we had a sense that this was the way God was calling us. We got onto the ship. I was working on there as a, uh, as a steel worker, hmm. building the tanks and pipelines. Okay. And um, I was in building, and, and but... The working conditions were, were horrific. Mm. I was down in the engine room, it was, you know, on average like 40 odd degrees, so you're sweating mm. and I'm welding, so I'm shocking and there's hot water dripping down my neck from all the, And after three months, mate, I, I was fed up <laughs> with these working conditions. I yeah. said, Lord, I mean, really? Did you call me out of a real fancy, cushy job to slave like this? And I went to the chief engineer and I said to him, uh, you know, I, I really feel that we made a mistake mm. to come here. And he said, why? He said, I just, I said, I'm so depressed with the working conditions mm. and, you know, all of this and blah, blah, blah. My expectations were high and mm. now they're not met and, and all of that. And he said to me, come here. And he took me to the, to the gangways. And he said, can you see that team mm. going off? Uh, I said, yeah. He says, that team may be going to a hospital or school or an, a prison where people have never heard the gospel. Wow. You know, and then he, he pointed me to the left side and he said, can you see all these kids, school kids, hmm. like hundreds of school kids yeah. coming on board our ship for a special program? Can you see, see these kids? He says... You know, they come from Hindu backgrounds or Muslim backgrounds. They've wow. never seen Christians or heard about Christianity. Wow. You know, and they're coming up the ship. And all of a sudden, Hunter, what happened is my perspective started changing. Mm. What he did, he said to me, Thea, what you're doing is you are maintaining a platform for ministry. Hmm. It's amazing. So what I was doing wow. is I was looking at the micro. Yeah. I was looking at the small bit and saying, oh, poor me. Yeah. You know, I'm burning and I'm uncomfortable and I mm. can't handle these conditions. But I didn't see the big picture. The mm. big picture was God was using the ship as old and as rusty as it was. He was mm. using the ship 
to bring his glory to southern India. Wow. You know, and, and when I saw that, when I had that perspective, mm. Hunter, I went to work the next day with a <laughs> spring in my step. Yeah. Why? Because my perspective had changed. Mm. I knew that I was busy with God's work sacrificially. Mm. I was doing stuff for his glory mm. and for his honor. Mm. That's an amazing story. Just thinking about, I think there are many people today in the church um, who maybe don't have a very public platform in their mm. ministry. Mm. Maybe they're the ones in the kitchen That's making right. uh, coffee and yeah. tea and serving others, or maybe they're the ones cleaning up after everything. That's and right. I think it's easy for us uh, in the body of Christ to think, oh, if I'm not the pastor, yeah. I'm not the teacher, yeah. I'm not the speaker, then it's not really... What am I doing? I'm just, am I just wasting my time? So that's yeah. a beautiful story. Just yeah, to remind Paul, us. Paul speaks about the eye yeah. and the ear and, and the body of Christ. Yeah. You know, the eye can say to the heart, listen, I'm better than you. Yeah. You know, so yeah, this is a mm. great leveling platform. Mm. Great perspective. That's a beautiful story. That's yeah. a beautiful story. But uh, do you want to share another story now? Yes, or just, you, just, just one quick just one. Just one quick story and then we'll talk about what you can do as yeah, a listener. Yeah, just one okay. quick one. Good. Just, just a hallelujah story. Good. I was in the Ukraine. I was I was preaching one of my favorite sermons on on how to be how to follow the good shepherd. Hmm. Jesus the good shepherd, how to follow the hmm. good shepherd Psalm 23. Beautiful. And all of that. And right at the end of that sermon, my whole sermon was being translated into Ukrainian. Oh wow. Right? Mm-hmm. So I say something, and she says something in Ukrainian. A yeah. lady was doing this. You're hoping she's doing her job well. Right at the end, Hunter. <laughs> yeah. I then call people. I said, raise your hand if you want to receive the Lord as your good shepherd. You know, and the hands go up here, and the hands go up there, and the hands go up there. Wow. But guess what, Hunter? The translator leans over to me, and she says, can I also have the Lord as my good shepherd? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's amazing. I mean, I thought she's... You know, she was part of the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but she was just a channel. And, and, and that wow. morning, you know, it, it resonated with her spirit that she wow. needed to become a child of God. That's and amazing. <laughs> just, I mean, I think of it today, it was just phenomenal. Wow, that's incredible. What, what amazing stories just about how the Lord was at work and the Lord continues to be at work. Uh, and he doesn't need perfect vessels. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure you would admit that you're not a perfect vessel Absolutely. for God's glory. But Paul says we are like, uh, bro- we're like jars of clay yeah. uh, bringing the Lord's glory to you. So it's, uh, I think it's an encouragement for our listeners just mm. to think about what is it that God is calling you to, mm. uh, how he wants you to work for his kingdom and for his glory. So do you just have a couple closing thoughts, Theo, for those who are listening tonight who maybe the Lord's tugging on their hearts, asking them what they can do for the kingdom of God? Uh, is there something, uh, yes, just some I, closing I, thoughts and remarks you'd like to make? Yeah, I think uh, Romans 10 helps us. Romans yeah. 10 helps us. Romans 10 says that there's going to be guys right at the end who are going, physically mm. going. Yeah. But they're the senders and the prayers. Yeah. You know, and we can't all be at the tip of the spear. Hmm. And so um, this is incredible. But, I mean, if you want to know more about our ministry, we're kind of running out of time. Just uh, it's omships.org. Okay. That is, that is who we are. O-M, like O for Omar, M for Mary. Or old mutual omships.org hmm. and type in there if you want uh, to get involved in any way. Um, it, it, there'll be some indication how how you can do that. Hmm. 
Thank you so much, Theo, for joining us tonight. And thank you, listeners, for tuning in and listening to this program. We hope that this has been a blessing, an encouragement, and a reminder that God is the God who is faithful, and God's the one who's at work as we step out in faith. And remember, there, uh, God isn't calling for perfect vessels to bring His glory to the ends of the earth. He just wants willing people who are faithful, available, and teachable. That's right. So thank you so much for listening tonight. Good night and God bless. Thank you.